It's time for Fat Dude Digs Flicks with your host, Andy the Fat Dude. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Fat Dude Digs Flicks. I'm going to try and keep this one quick, uh, but a warning, and I will give you a warning once I get there. Uh, but I'm going to do some spoilers for Hereditary. Uh, that was the other big release this week. And because I had the good fortune of being able to see both Ocean's 8 and Hereditary this week, I decided I would go ahead and do a podcast on both of them. Uh, this one will be... I'm going to try and keep it short, like I said. But I do want to talk about Hereditary uh, really quickly and uh, get that out there for people that listen to the podcast but don't necessarily read my reviews, which is too bad because I'm kind of proud of this review that I wrote for Hereditary. Uh, so again, if you're just listening to the podcast and not reading the reviews, I recommend uh, following Fat Dude Digs Flicks on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter uh, because there's a lot of good stuff there that I put out, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, but toot toot, baby. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about Hereditary really quickly. Um, I'd like to say that this is following that trend of a lot of modern horror movies where they're kind of going the slow burn route instead of the um, you know jump scare slasher every several minutes um, which those those movies have their place but for me the movies that fill you with the sense of dread uh, before you know pulling the rug out from underneath you those are the ones that work better and I've enjoyed those a lot I've really liked it follows. Uh, I really liked It Comes at Night, um, The Witch, uh, gosh, what are some other ones? Let me, I'm, I am in my movie room right now, um, let's see, I can't think of any, uh, yeah, but those ones I named, those are, those are pretty good, uh, pretty good examples of what I'm talking, oh, Let Me In, and Let the Right One In, um, and get out, and even Green Room, I think is, Green Room, I don't know if it's so much a horror movie, I might have to move that to a different shelf, um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, those ones that have kind of a slow burn, and fill you with this sense of something terrible, is the Babadook, oh my god, um, yeah, stuff like that, those are the movies that, that work really well for me, I enjoy stuff like that, um, and for the most part, Hereditary did a really good job of, of building that dread and making you just feel really like, oh my god, what is going to happen? What is going to happen? Uh, the performances are really good. Um, the sound design is great. It, it has score from time to time, but if you rely on the score to give you a warning as to when the scary stuff is going to happen, you're going to be let down here uh, by Hereditary because there's not really any warning. I mean, that's not true. Like, the characters will see stuff, and then the creepy stuff will happen. But that there are moments where the dread starts to sweep over you, um, and then that's when the score kind of goes away. So you're already filled up with this dread, and there's no music to save you. Um, so that's... That's kind of what this movie is all about. 
Um, the performances are great. Tony Collette is is wonderful in this movie. Um, she just kind of is all over the emotional spectrum and has a lot to carry. Um, it's not really too surprising. I've I've read read news stories about how she said that she kind of had to talk over a few things with her therapist or work out work out some things after working on this movie. And you can kind of see it there. She's got to go some places and and deal with a lot. Uh, to get there, so I I, I get it. Um, uh, Gabriel Byrne is in this movie, and he's kind of playing different from what he usually does. He usually has a lot to do. He's kind of a criminal stuff like that in most other movies, but in this movie, he's he's just the support system. Like he's a loving father that cares about his kids, and when shit hits the fan, he's gonna be the rock for everybody. And all the stuff that the family has to carry, that's not an easy task. Um, but he does a great job. Great, great jib. A great jib. <laughs> he, he does good work. Um, yeah. And um, um, the kids, Alex Wolf and Millie. Oh, I don't know her name. But the daughter, they're great too. The daughter's really creepy. Uh, the son is, is, is uh, you know, you, you really feel for him as the film goes along. Um, they're, they're, they just do a really great job. So performance-wise, it's great. And it's a really well-written concept. Now, by, by feeling so glowing as I am at the start of this, towards this movie, and then as it gets towards the end... Like, there's got to be something. There's got to be a reason why I feel so full of positivity, yet I'm only giving this movie three tacos. Uh, that is because the movie, as it gets near the end, it just goes off on bizarre tangents that I don't necessarily feel fit the tone that the movie has already been trying to establish. Uh, it kind The movie kind of goes bonkers apeshit. It does. It just goes nutso... Blah. And it's like, why? What? What? Why? Why is this happening? Um, and so, because the ending feels so uh, disappointing, that's why I've dropped it a whole taco to three. Like, I was enjoying myself. I saw this movie with my girlfriend, and she did not like it as much. But she has been talking about it today. Uh, about just being disappointed with the ending and that she keeps thinking about the rest of the movie. And that's kind of how I feel too. But I keep thinking about the ending and I don't like it and that I wish there were things that were done differently. Um, and that's what we'll get into in spoiler territory. But, yeah, overall, like like I said, it's a really slow burn, tension-filled, um, just dark, dark movie. And then it gets to the ending, and for me, the ending is a little laughable, um, and that's disappointing. So, all I'm going to say, and non-spoiler-wise, great movie, terrible ending, three tacos. Um, if you have not seen Hereditary yet, now is the time to zone out. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to do ter- uh, spoilers now. Uh, there will be a little bit of a clip from the trailer of Hereditary, and then we will get into spoilers. Uh, but if you're zoning out now, thanks for listening. Um, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the YouTube. Like, subscribe to these podcasts. If you want me to see something, uh, send me a recommendation at fatdudedigsflicks at gmail.com. If you send me a donation attached to that recommendation, you'd be damn sure 
sure I'm going to watch whatever you recommend. Even if it's something shitty in theaters, I will go see it, and I will do a podcast, maybe even a video review on it. So, for those of you zoning out now, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your week. For the rest of you, let's do this. Quick little note before you go. Uh, I think it would be a really good idea just to say that... um, If you still want to see Hereditary, despite my three taco review, I would recommend it, but it might not be a bad idea to wait to see it until it comes home, either on streaming or Blu-ray rental, or if you want to just purchase it without seeing it. Um, I feel like this movie has so much of what happens takes place in the house, and I think that would really have a... uh, more of an impact for audiences to watch it at home. I think because of that 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 confined space and that that sense of being trapped, uh, both in the house and in your feelings and in your brain, all of that. I think that would play better at home. So, um, if you don't feel the need to rush out to see it, I I would recommend you know seeing it. Definitely seeing it when it comes home because I think that might I think that might make it better. Uh, so yeah, now we're going into spoilers. Thank you so much. Yeah, bye bye. Come on, Peter. This is It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I know my mom would be very touched and probably a little suspicious. All right, so here we go. We are now in spoiler territory, so you have been warned. Um, Yeah, that ending, when everything just starts to go south really quickly, where they've summoned the spirit of the daughter, supposedly, and it's actually the devil... Or with that 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 evil spirit, I can't think of it. It's like King Pampohan or whatever, King P. Um, when all of that stuff comes to light, I I just don't like that we get all these naked people that just kind of show up for no real reason. I feel like they could have conveyed everything in that ending a lot better um, just by going with what they've already showed. Like, they could have conveyed the ending with uh, with Ann Dowd's character. Um, I think they could have had possession uh, come into play where the spirit possesses Tony Collette and that's good enough. Like, and they, and the, the, the spirit does, it does possess Tony Collette's character, but it just, you know, why are there all those naked people there? Like, what's the point of them? And I get that they're followers and that they're in this cult, but it just, the movie doesn't do a really good job of setting any of that up. It's just all of a sudden naked people show up and that's, it's, it's disarming. And then we get to the treehouse, and there's the ceremony to bring Peter, well, you know, Peter to power, and whatever his, the, the spirit's name is. Um, it's just, the, the ending, with as much as the movie has spent time completely telling its story, the ending feels rushed, and it just comes way out of left field. And I feel like they could have conveyed the same exact thing that they were going for, but they could have done it a lot better, uh, just it it went from feeling very you know i get it that some people don't believe in spirits and stuff and ghosts and stuff like that but in the in the world of this movie everything felt so believable and realistic and then you get to the end and people are floating and crawling on the walls and stuff like that and it just felt very 
detached from the rest of the movie. So the ending didn't really work for me. And that's that's super disappointing because the rest of it really did. Like, I sat there and I was glued to the screen and I I, I did keep che- checking my, my, my phone uh, as far as the time goes. Like, I didn't pull my phone out and whip it out so everybody could see a bright spot. I would keep it in my pocket and look at the time just because I was trying to gauge uh, because A24 released that... Um, uh, heart rate challenge thing where it showed where people's heart rates were rising the most during hereditary. So I kind of wanted to warn myself. I was like, oh, fuck, something scary is coming up. Um, but yeah, that's all I did. But for the most part, I mean, the movie kept my interest. I was not bored. I was totally into it. I love it when movies take time to tell stories. That's why I go to movies. I want to see a story. And this movie does a really good job telling a story. And then when it gets to the end, it just doesn't feel like it It fits. It feels like it's trying to pay off with something shocking, but it's not shocking. There are movies where that kind of thing really works. Like, I thought the ending of The Witch was great. I mean, I thought the, 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 the goat and all of that stuff really fit in with the things. It didn't feel out of place. But in he- but here something about it just felt false. Now, one thing that I would say is that I think this movie probably oddly enough might play better at home instead of in the theaters. I think this is something I should have said that not in the spoilers. So, I'm going to I'll do a little thingy. I'm not going to edit this out, but I'll go back and add. So, when you hear <laughs> When you hear, you who have gotten to this point, when you hear me go back and say, I just want to say something, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I was with him when he had that thought, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a movie that would play really well at home uh, more than the theater because it just it fills you with that sense of dread, and so much happens in that house that I think that would translate well to be for people sitting at home watching it where it would just scare them in their own house. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say too much more. I think if, if you're, if you've seen the movie and you're listening to this, you're probably one way or the other. You may have, you may be one of those people that didn't dig how slow it was. That wasn't the problem for me. I like to let a movie breathe and tell its story. I dig that, especially if it's interesting. I don't need scares every five minutes as long as they're building this world and creating a sense of tension that shit's going south, but... You know that didn't the the speed of the film didn't bother me. I was into it. It's just that once it hit a certain point where it had to get to the end, it felt like it kicked into high drive and just went batshit crazy instead of focusing on telling the right story. Uh, and because of that, that's why I give it three tacos. If you want to talk about this, if you want to taco about this, <laughs> yeah, let's taco about it. Um, shoot me an email, fatdudedigsflicks at gmail.com. If I get any emails from anybody that actually wants to talk about this, I'll talk, I'll, I'll, I'll discuss it on the podcast. Like, I'm, I want to add more content to this podcast, uh, to these, these episodes. Um, but yeah, just, just send me a message, shoot me a message, or even go to Fat Dude Digs Flicks. Uh, I think it's still Fat Dude Digs Flicks 2.0 on Facebook. Just search Fat Dude Digs Flicks, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you'll find me, and shoot me a message. Let's, let's, let's start a conversation about movies like this. Um, there are so many movies that have a, a polarizing effect on, on audiences and critics alike, and this is one that there's definitely a divide between critical reception and audience reception. 
And I get that, and I understand why. There are people that don't really have the patience for slower movies, and I understand that. But I think a lot of those people don't really appreciate the art of filmmaking. I think they just want to see a fun movie. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but for me, you know, I like the art of filmmaking. I like stories that take their time to be told. So this is one of them. Uh, but yeah, we, let's, let's talk about all kinds of different things. Shoot me an email, fatdudigsflicks at gmail.com. Follow me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, like, subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a comment or a rating. Any of that good stuff. Follow me on YouTube. Videos will be coming soon, probably. Um, yeah, that's going to do it. So for Hereditary, I give it three tacos. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Fat Dude Digs Flicks.